1: This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts from. Download the Odyssey app and check us out there as well. Evan Giddings, Mark Randy with you as always. Um, well, as far as the 49ers upgrading this roster, Mark, we didn't think there was maybe too many oper- uh, ways to do that, too many opportunities to. But in fact, it seems there might be because the Minnesota Vikings allegedly are interested in dealing Daniil Hunter. Uh, we talked about how the Washington commanders are open to trade talks for a guy like Chase Young. Both of these players are defensive ends. And now the question is, one, do you go after Daniel Hunter or do you go after Chase Young? Or do you try and attempt to get both and hope that you fall into
0: one of them? <laughs> I think you try your best to acquire both. Uh, you're definitely doing your homework on both of them. Daniil Hunter is a fascinating option for the 49ers. This last year played 17 games, was really good. Uh, I mean, he's was he he's been one of the best defensive linemen, edge rushers in the game if he's healthy. 10 and a half sacks last year. He was a pro bowler. Has had a little bit of injury issues. 2020 did not play at all. 2021 only played seven games. So that's the the number one concern. He will turn 29 during this 2023 season. So it's not like he's at an age where you would expect him to continue to get hurt. And the fact that he had uh, like a 100% healthy 2022 gives you a lot of confidence um, that he can do that again. The question is, why is Minnesota getting rid of him? Well, they're kind of in this awkward transitional phase, it seems, right now with their roster. They're already getting rid of Dalvin Cook. They already have. that. They have no interest in bringing him back. We'll probably get some Dalvin Cook news in the future. Where does he go? Looks like they're trying to move off of Daniil Hunter. Of course, you mentioned Justin Jefferson. They're going to they're going to pay him a ton of money coming up soon. Kirk Cousins is not getting any younger. So they're in, I think, this kind of transitional phase. But that does not mean that Daniil Hunter is not a quality guy. He is. He is a fantastic football player. And if you were able to pair him opposite of Nick Bosa on an edge where in the middle you have Armstead and Javon Hargrave, that is the best four-man front in football if you do that. And if you plug in Chase Young, same thing (laughs) on the edges, that would be absolutely incredible. And you look at Daniil Hunter, what he might, if you do get him, what he would be owed not that bad. It would only be a $5.5 million cap hit for this coming season. The question does, does become, well, do you want to sign him to an extension and keep him around, or are you trying just to trade him for a one-year rental, try to win a Super Bowl this year, and then say your goodbyes and and, and not have to pay him beyond that? I'm not so sure. All I know, Evan, is that Daniel Hunter, Nick Vosa, Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave would present offenses with incredible problems. That would be the best four down lineman in football bar none. That would be incredible. Yeah. I mean, the four Niners might have the best defensive line
1: without Daniel Hunter or Chase Young. Uh, I know the Philadelphia Eagles are certainly up there. The Buffalo Bills have had some good defensive lines in recent, recent years. Uh, but the four Niners are, yeah, you'd be looking at an all-star team, a fearsome foursome, so to speak. But, I think the reason why the trade for each is difficult is the reason why it's also so enticing, which is uh, these guys are gettable and they're gettable for a reason, whether it's because of the injury history. Uh, Chase Young, of course, last year was coming off an ACL tear and had a great stellar rookie season. After that injuries, Daniel Hunter, uh, herniated disc, 2020, 2021, the torn pec. That's why he only played seven games last year. And not that Daniel Hunter is at an age where you can't overcome that, but 29, you might say he's had some injuries recently, whereas before he was very sturdy. I think every year that he's been healthy, he's had at least double-digit sacks. Uh, so you know that he's productive when he's on the field. But also Minnesota is looking at a situation where if they don't deal him, they let him walk they get a third-round pick back. So you're going to have to at least divvy up a third-round pick, probably more. Um, I know that on draft night, I threw out a first-round pick for Chase Young. That might be what it also would take for Daniil Hunter. Could be a day-two pick in the second round as well as a third-rounder. Who knows? Um, Maybe someone like Trey Young would interest Minnesota. Trey Lance. or Trey Lance, sorry, when I said Trey Young, for he's on my mind, <laughs> basketball. Yeah, Trey Lance, uh, who they've been rumored to be interested in and had talks with. I still don't think the 49ers would move off of Trey Lance, even if it got them their star-studded defensive line. But uh, yeah, Mark, like there are going to be costs to both of these guys if you try trying to go after them. Chase Young's cap hit is also five and a half million. Money-wise, they can make it work. I think it's just a question of how much capital they want to give up, and the 49ers, to me, also don't have to do this immediately like just because they don't trade for daniel hunter this off season doesn't mean that if minnesota stumbles out of the gates and they want to try and move pieces at the trade deadline 49ers could be involved then uh so this is something that i think is intriguing that i would be a fan of but also you could table it for down the
0: road i think there's also a situation here where if you're daniel hunter Another hurdle, I think, any team trying to acquire him or even the Vikings standing pad and playing him in 2023, a hurdle that any team, again, trying to acquire or play Daniel Hunter has to hurdle potentially is signing him to an extension because he might just refuse to play with just one year left on his contract. He might want the extension now, and if you do not give him the extension, he'll just say, fine, I'll sit out and I'll wait. That that also could be a hurdle that teams have to get over and if the 49ers try to acquire him on a trade they talk ahead to him and, and figure everything out and he just says well I'm not playing on this one year contract where I you know I only have a cap hit of five and a half million I want promises and I want to be paid like one of the better defensive ends in football because you look at since he entered the league uh in 14 games as a rookie or he only started once he had six sacks. He didn't start a single game. His second year had 12 and a half sacks Uh, in 2018. His fourth year, he had 14 and a half sacks, was an all pro, named to a pro bowl. The next year, again, 14 and a half sacks, finished fifth in the defensive player of the year voting, was a pro bowler once again. Uh, 2021, of course, was injury riddled. Last year was very good. Once again, double digit sacks. He's one of one healthy, one healthy. He's one of the best defensive ends in football and I'm sure he wants to be paid like it. He's getting a good amount of money right now, but he also, of course, every player in the NFL without a lot of guaranteed money generally, they want the promises of, you know, contracts in the future. So there's I think a very real possibility here, Evan, that any team acquiring Daniel Hunter and maybe the same for Chase Young, but I think Daniel Hunter more so because he is on the older side, at least older than Chase Young. I think he might want to be paid and and get pen to paper before playing for another team. And and that might be a step too far for the 49ers. I think a, a dream situation, of course, would be not having to give up Trey Lance, giving maybe a, a day two, a second round pick, perhaps for Daniel Hunter and really just using him as a one-year rental and deciding potentially as the season moves along next offseason if that's something they want to explore, if they want to keep him around for longer. Uh, But I'm not so sure the 49ers would be keen to agreeing to a new deal with Daniil Hunter this offseason when we've already talked about all the decisions that they have coming up and all the money they have to pay elsewhere. I think that might be one hurdle too high for the 49ers to clear.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would want to do that. I don't think they can financially do that. And I don't think that that would be good business practice for them to spend the amount of money that they are at that one position. Because then you'd be looking at the amount of money you're going to spend on Bosa and the guy opposite him. Uh, That makes for a great defensive line but you take away from so many other spots. That's why I do think that if this is going to happen, and I hope that it would uh, at some point, but I think it would be mid-season. And I think it would be during the trade deadline because... As much as we like to talk about how a player like Hunter doesn't want to play under a one-year deal and isn't comfortable without a contract, this is not the same game as the other major American sports. If you do not play in football, you do not get paid. And money talks eventually. And so I think Daniel Hunter would play under the last year of his deal for Minnesota. And if he was traded to San Francisco midseason, would also play at the chance at earning a big deal in the next off season, if he could prove it with the 49ers. So uh, I think, I think that's definitely something that the Niners could take a look at. And I think they should go after him. They they should try and see how they can possibly get better for this season, as we've identified as one that need to be all in on.